This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. This is the Sikkim Podcast, presented by your friend in the car business, Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat in Waco. Online at alansamuelsdcj.com. The Sikkim Podcast is a production of Baylor Athletics. Now, here are your hosts, Brooke Bednars and the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Hi, everybody, and welcome into this week's Sikkim Podcast. Glad you're with us. The Sikkim Podcast, a production of Baylor Athletics. We appreciate you tuning in. John Morris, no Brooke Bednars this week. She is away, but we are pleased to have with us Baylor men's basketball coach Scott Drew. And, Coach, I appreciate you carving some time in your hectic schedule, uh, fishing and swimming with your kids <laughs> and all of that. Thanks for making time to be on with us. Uh, it's great to be on with you. I hope everybody had a, a happy and a safe July. July 4th, so uh, 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 excited to be back on, on this show with you today, though. What'd you do for the 4th of July? Well, we, like everybody, you watch some fireworks, and uh, you have some good quality family time, and I think uh, this year we've had more quality family time than uh, the last how many years? So yeah. uh, the, the the great thing is, uh, and the blessing, I think, uh, when we all look back uh, on this time, we've had a chance to all spend uh, uh, a lot of uh, quality time, and uh, especially for us that have uh, uh, younger kids kids that will be leaving the nest at some point, you look back and uh, say you really had a chance to uh, get to know them better, and and uh, it was a blessing spending this time with them. Yeah, that's a good way to look at it. That is a silver lining, and you, of course, uh, with Kelly at home and Mackenzie and Peyton and Brody, uh, you, you've had a lot of time there that you normally wouldn't this time well, of year. Well, several times they've, they've asked, when are you going back to work? When's the team going to be here? Right. Yeah, yeah. So, so. <laughs> and and uh, uh, I, I know uh, uh, the, the frustrating thing for every Everybody during this whole uh, uh, process has just been um, trying to find the new normal per se, uh, getting a routine. And, you know, coaches are so good at getting locked in. And this time of year, this is the routine. This time of year, this is the routine. And now we've gone on for quite some time where um, there hasn't been a routine. Yeah. And uh, uh, that definitely makes things uh, uh, for people that like structure and like organization uh, a little uh, more frustrating for sure. Yeah. Have you all, uh, have you all gotten out any? Have you traveled, or, or as a family, have you pretty much just uh, stayed hunkered down at home? Well, we've we've uh, um, definitely tried to uh, make sure we're following all the uh, social uh, distance guidelines and uh, trying to keep uh, everybody as safe as possible. And uh, at the same time, uh, we have taken a couple road trips, and it's a great opportunity to see family uh, that uh, maybe you wouldn't have had opportunities to do that. Good fishing. Have you found time to uh, fish a little bit? I'm always going to find I time know to you fish are. for a little bit. So. <laughs> So, uh, 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 but that, that, uh, uh, in fact, uh, the last Wednesday night, uh, fishing tournament on Lake Wake, oh. we happened to, to, to win the tournament. Oh, so it's always good to talk after a win, right? Yeah. yeah. So that was, yeah, that was, that was, a, that was a, and, and you know, coaches, we always recruit, uh, uh very well if we're going to be good coaches. Uh-huh. So I always make sure I go with someone, uh, Kendall Lovett, who's an outstanding <laughs> yeah, fisherman. Kendall, yeah. Spends a lot of time on the water. So he knows where to, where to put us on fish. Nice. <laughs> and you won the tournament last Wednesday. Won the tournament yeah. so they actually caught uh uh six pounds seven ounce uh, uh large mouth and nice i think the winning stringer we had was 12 plus nice yeah. very good yeah, so it's a good day well we can <laughs> stop the podcast right here there's there's the newsworthy <laughs> yeah, event yeah, of this yeah, podcast yeah. so very good where, where does that did you fish growing up uh, with your dad or did that start when you got here or yeah, so that, that that's one of the things that uh, uh my grandpa had a uh, a pond uh and we grew up fishing there, but my dad, when uh, one of my first memories besides going recruiting with him and uh, uh, him getting pulled over for a speeding ticket ah. was was uh, uh, probably fishing in the bayous when he used to nice. coach at uh, LSU. So uh, he always that's something he always did. And my brother, I, and my dad, uh, uh, we try to every other year uh, get together for a weekend and and uh, go fishing. And uh, there's nothing better than talking hoops and yeah. and fishing and us three spending uh, quality time. So. Uh, uh, my dad did a great job in uh, uh, 
getting out all our backlashes and teaching us how to fish at a young age. And uh, I know that's uh, uh, something that uh, uh, a lot of people uh, uh, love to golf, and our family's been been more the fishing than the golfing. Did you guys uh, get to do your family fishing outing this year, or did that get no, put that, on No, that hold? obviously got put on yeah. hold. So, uh, uh, um, but anyway, uh, uh, the good thing is been able to, to see them, and uh, they're doing well. I know uh, uh, my dad was really uh, bummed out. He was all excited about the TB. And uh, it was awesome seeing uh, Isaiah and, and Tweedy Carter. Uh, Tweedy had a great run last night, a back-to-back threes. And Isaiah was a uh, 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 tremendous MVP of the game. And uh, unfortunately, they came up short at the end. And uh, Billy Kennedy did a great job uh, uh, coaching the team. But uh, my dad originally had helped put the team together and was going to coach. And then um, because of COVID, obviously, wasn't wasn't able to. So uh, that was something, though, uh, uh, it was great seeing sports and uh, live basketball yeah. on TV and nothing better than watching those Baylor Bears uh, <laughs> uh, of the past come back and do their thing on ESPN. So uh, it was great seeing them. That was uh, the basketball tournament, the TBT, that is, is ongoing. It continues. One team was loaded with Baylor guys. Would have had more, but a couple of them had to back out. Yeah, well, it's such a uh, – uh, TBT did a great job with, uh, um, first of all, the screening. So if, if anyone tested positive, they weren't able to uh, to play. And then some of our guys uh, um, had uh, uh, contracts that they signed in their clubs um, because of COVID and didn't want them to uh, okay. take the risk of playing. And uh, so uh, it, it was going to be about half the team originally with Baylor guys. And uh, hopefully in the future we can get a, a even more Baylor uh, team. But uh, obviously this, this is a little bit different type of uh, uh, summer than most, uh, so uh, but it's always it's always great seeing uh, uh, those Baylor vets playing on TV. That's for sure. And I know your dad was really looking forward to coaching that team, wasn't he? Yeah, he was really excited. So yeah. uh, my brother and I were giving him a hard time to see, <laughs> see what his ball screen defense was going to be, <laughs> what offense he was going to run. So, but uh, uh, he just loves people, and uh, he loved talking with uh, uh, the guys that uh, and helping put the team together, and he loved catching up with the former Baylor were guys that uh were gonna um play if things had worked out uh, with their with their pro clubs etc that would have been fun to see uh it, like during the summer in a normal summer when you have the vets back here and they play your current team that is so fun to see uh and it may not happen this year but what what have you done how have you cultivated that uh uh atmosphere in which those guys want to come back and be back here on the baylor campus well well, well first and foremost, uh, we've been blessed to have not only great guys that have uh, contributed so much while they've been here, but when they leave, they've done such a great job of coming back and also staying in touch with our current players. And uh, at the end of the day, uh, peer pressure in high school and college (laughs) is so powerful and it means uh, so much more than, than when coaches actually say things. So for instance, Tweedy Carter working out with one of our guys. Curtis Gerald's working out with one of our guys. Uh, Ish Wainwright working out with one of our guys. And going up and down the list of all of our vets that come back every summer. And they, they play open gym and then afterwards talk with their guys or they work out with them. And um, um, it's so good for an 18-year-old to hear from a 25-year-old or a 27-year-old that's been there, done that, and uh, uh, has a chance to then uh, help make them successful. And then follow them, uh, a lot of our guys that play overseas. I mean, they'll stay up till 2, 3 in the morning and watch our games and then uh, text our guys or text us coaches. And uh, uh, it, it's, it's something in the summertime where we call it vet week when everybody comes back and our guys play against each other but throughout the whole summer uh, we have uh, guys that normally come back and that's been such a benefit and uh, uh, great opportunity for our young people to learn from uh, our past uh, uh, players and uh, from that they get a chance to really learn a lot about Baylor and the culture and the family atmosphere and it's uh, just a a great time and I know for us coaches there's nothing better than seeing uh, the vets come back and hear how they're doing, their families are doing, see pictures of the kids and uh, how much they've grown Yeah, that is fun, it's great that they come during that week for sure, but really whenever they have an opportunity to come back, those guys uh, come back to be here, be around your program, and be on campus. Again. Yeah, we have, we, have, we have several that will come back and uh, uh, spend uh, weeks, and uh, some even try to stay the whole summer. So, um, again, that's such a benefit. And, unfortunately, uh, uh, with COVID and our facilities being shut down and um, – 
them not having an opportunity to do that. Uh, 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 again, I think that's a big reason why our program has been so successful. And uh, that's what you love about that Baylor family is uh, uh, once a family member, always a family member. And you have, I mean, this you just finished your 17th year here. You've got a long list of guys now who have come through here, mm-hmm. been very successful, and then gone on. A lot of them are still playing. I mean, that's a long list. And and you can tell that you've been at a place a long time and you start to uh, recruit their kids. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> right. so uh, uh, hopefully uh, the Baylor pipeline uh, uh, from past players will, uh, uh, especially in the next couple of years, because we're going to have some good height with some of these kids. <laughs> uh, and and uh, uh, I know, uh, uh, again, it's uh, one of the best things about being a college coach is you have an impact more than just basketball. And then when the past players uh, uh, ask you about uh, uh, um, spiritual advice or uh, um business advice or just anything in life uh it's great that you have an opportunity to that they uh one would trust you and give you that opportunity but two uh that they believe uh, uh you can still uh um help them and add perspective uh, even when they're 30 years old 32 years old is awesome and I know it makes you proud and, and your assistant coaches, you know, who've been here a while makes the makes you guys proud to see these guys think about where they were, what you know, what they were when they got here to where they are now and how they are as as fathers, you know, as men. Uh, you got to be proud. Absolutely. And some of them are getting close to age 40 now. Yeah, so it's, it's uh, hard to believe. Yeah, the kids are getting big and uh, uh, gray hair, bald hair. And, and, <laughs> and uh, uh, it's uh, uh, again uh, during the during the season, uh, they'll come back watch games but the ones that are still playing it's hard to get away during the year um so mostly the summer times when we get a chance to to see them and again for the guys that uh uh um played professional or still playing professional for them to give up uh they don't get much off time and for them to give some of that off time and come back here means so much to our program let me uh, backtrack with you talking about your dad and, and folks know that you were with him at, at Valpo uh-huh. uh, and then succeeded him at Valpo as the head coach. When, when in your mind, uh, at what age did you know you wanted to sort of follow your dad's footsteps into basketball coaching? Well, I think uh, uh, one thing that, that I always I always tell my dad is uh, uh, um, and for anyone out there, really, I think uh, anyone that wants to follow in their footsteps of their, their dad, it probably means that uh, their dad did something right. <laughs> and, uh, I think uh, growing up with uh, my dad always incorporated us, allowed us to be at the gym, be with the players, uh, took us uh, uh, recruiting. And um, from that, just uh, 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 got a love of uh, uh, just how uh, coaches bring people together. It's a, it's a, a diverse group uh, uh, coming together to form uh, uh, with a common goal and uh, seeing the good in people and uh, uh, helping people for more than just just four years, but uh, I mean, uh, um, my dad would spend more time with uh, uh, helping former players get jobs and uh, being a job reference than he would in recruiting. And it just seeing how he cared for people that was something that uh, um, I know I've always appreciated and and loved. And uh, uh, um, around Christmas time, it's always better to give a gift than receive a gift and I think uh, college coaches at the end of the day if you really have a calling or a love for it, it's because you love people and you love to help people and uh, when you see people reach goals and dreams uh, that that excites you and um, that's something that uh, uh, I've always loved and then the X and O part of it is is something that uh, um uh, I've always uh, enjoyed talking X and O's with my dad and uh, getting a chance to uh, at a young age put together teams and uh, um help uh, uh uh coach them and uh there's just something about uh uh team sports and and seeing people uh put in hard work and reach their goals and dreams uh uh for us coaches uh that's as rewarding as it gets just as it is when they walk across the stage and uh, uh receive their uh degree and diploma and uh for some of our players uh, they might be the first person to graduate from uh, their family or um uh to see them become uh uh, uh lawyers doctors teachers and just whatever their calling is um uh and to know that uh, you helped with that and uh at the end of the day uh um Baylor is such a special place because uh, uh they really treat people the right way and uh care for their uh, uh student athletes and um that's why I think so many of the student athletes come back 
That's great. And how early did that start with your dad? Would you just kind of you're around it all the time? So by <laughs> osmosis, you know, yeah, you yeah, picked well, up I, coaching. I, I, I told you my, one of my first memories was uh, going recruiting with them and uh, uh, getting pulled over late at night. Yeah. I thought it was the coolest thing seeing the uh, <laughs> uh, police <laughs> lights. My dad told me it wasn't that cool. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, uh, from there, just uh, uh, um, uh, working his camps and uh, having a chance to, uh, uh, he always, he always, uh, uh, when watching film or breaking down things or analyzing things, um, he did such a great job uh, uh, teaching, explaining, and uh, letting me be a part of that. Um, and that that's something that uh, um, I'll always appreciate and love. And still to this day, my brother, my dad, and I, uh, uh, like, uh, after one of my brother's games, we'll get on the phone or one of my games. And uh, if my dad would have been uh, uh, coaching last night, I'm sure we would have gotten on the yeah, game afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> and, hey, why'd you do that? <laughs> so uh, 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 it, at the same time, what's so, what's so good about it, uh, having a dad that's in the uh, Hall of Fame, uh, not only does he have great uh, uh, knowledge and wisdom, but because of the love he has for you, he's going to tell you the truth and uh, probably do it in a way that uh, – uh, um, is correct at the time, meaning there's certain times you want to hear bad news and certain times you don't. And after a loss, uh, sometimes it gives you the words to pick you up. And then uh, sometimes after the the win, gives you words to keep you humble. So <laughs> it's, it's great having uh, uh, that resource. And uh, again, uh, for us in the in the summertime, uh, it had been really really neat the TBT to see the Baylor team win the the tournament and win a million dollars because Baylor gets a lot of publicity. The players get a lot of publicity. Uh, but I'd personally love to see uh, uh, my dad because uh, I know he had had a blast doing it. Good. And Bryce, your brother is uh, is at Grand Canyon College now. Grand Canyon University. Yes, sir. And uh, um, uh, Jerry Colangelo kind of helped uh, uh, with that school. And it's 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 a unique school. It's a, uh, a publicly traded school and uh, um, a school that's really prospered and done extremely well. And uh, basketball-wise, that's that's their flagship sport. And, uh, in fact, uh, uh, most uh, basketball experts would put their student section as one of the top three in the country. Wow. And uh, um, they really they really enjoy basketball there. And uh, I know he's really excited about that. Uh, uh, Phoenix heat in the summertime is a little bit different than <laughs> what, what he's used to. But uh, uh, I know he's really excited about that and uh uh anytime you're at a place where uh, uh you have uh, people that love what uh, and care about what you're doing it makes it so much easier and uh, i know he has that there like us coaches are so blessed to have here at baylor university Summertime means vacation time. And while this summer may be different, at Allen Samuels, you can always count on our huge summer clearance event. It's on. We're moving out all remaining new 2020s. Every Dodge and Chrysler car and SUV. Every Ram truck and we haven't left out Jeep. They've got to go too. Deep discounts, special factory offers, and financing. It's time to say goodbye. Adios, 2020s. Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. Drive forward. Bentwood Realty is a full-service real estate firm with more than 70 high-achieving agents who desire to make a positive impact in their local communities. Their agents stay actively involved in all buying, selling, and investing real estate transactions to make sure their clients receive the utmost level of service. Established in 2011 by brokers Kim Galvan and Rick Hines, both proud Baylor alumni, call Bentwood Realty today, 254-300-4800. They're at 601 Lake Air Drive in Waco and Bentwood realty.com now back to the sikkim podcast presented by your friend in the car business alan samuels dodge chrysler jeep ram fiat Visiting with Coach Scott Drew, Baylor men's basketball coach, this week's Sikkim Podcast. Hey, be sure and uh, download the uh, podcast, subscribe to it wherever you get your podcast, on Apple, on Spotify. It's on the Baylor website at BaylorBears.com. Check it out and then share on social media. And uh, we're visiting with Coach Drew. Can we can we talk about last season? Do you want not want to talk about last season? <laughs> There's a lot to talk about there. Just uh, the way it ended wasn't uh, how we hoped it would end. 
Well, I think uh, uh, first and foremost, uh, it, it was such a record-setting year, and unfortunately, we didn't have a chance to finish it out to just see what what uh, uh, records we could have had. As, as you and I were joking, Baylor basketball has been around, what, 113, 114 right, years? Right, And finally, we're going to get a number one seed, <laughs> right. and, and the tournament gets canceled. So, uh, But uh, uh, when you look back, and uh, uh, anytime you set a, uh, a Big 12 record with 23 wins in a row, um, uh, tremendous feat, uh, breaking Kansas's record with Paul Pierce and Rafe with friends back in 96 and 97. Uh, that That's something that stood for quite some time. And then uh, uh, five weeks ranked number one, which was longer than anyone since Kentucky in 2015. And uh, uh, the crowd uh, really did a tremendous job providing the home court advantage, and uh, uh, the players did such a great job of showing up and competing each and every day. And uh, um, uh, from that, uh, uh, it turned out to be a real ex- exciting year. And I mean, uh, um, one thing that we talk about is uh, I'll throw a couple recruiting uh, uh, yeah. plugs in there. We'll but, take uh, it. <laughs> you, 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 you look, we're one, one of seven schools that have been ranked uh, number one uh, in, tw- uh, in the last few years, 2017 uh, and. 2020. The only other schools are Duke, Villanova, Michigan State, Kansas, Gonzaga, Kentucky, and then uh, um, uh, and the only school in the state of Texas and the that's only been school- number one. In that span, also, I think in the last decade. In, in fact. the decade, yeah. yeah. So, and then, and then. Uh, uh, um, the other thing is uh, the consistency with uh, Power Five schools. Um, we're, we're one of the few schools that have been able to win 18 or more uh, games uh, um, since uh, 2008. So you're looking going on 12 years, and only uh, Kansas, Duke, Michigan State, Kentucky have done done that. So uh, we're one of five to win 18 or more a year, which is which is outstanding. And then uh, non-conference wise, uh, um, we really played and competed against the best, and uh, been blessed to have so much success. Uh, um, uh, since uh, you go 2012, for instance, um, you're two and zero against Arizona, two and one against Kentucky, one and zero against Louisville, Michigan State, uh, uh, Villanova, two and one against Oregon, one and one against Syracuse, Wisconsin. So, um, really proud of uh, uh, how the teams competed over the years, but uh, the consistency, um, that's something that uh, there's 353 Division One schools, and uh, um, you, you look at it as far as postseason uh, uh, appearances, we're one of 14 schools uh, to be in postseason every year since 2012, so mm-hmm. out of 353. Again, just some stats and figures to show uh, how uh, consistent uh, uh, the teams have been and uh, the success that uh, uh, they've, they've been able to have. And when I say they, it, it, at the end of the day, as coaches are only as good as our players, and uh, we've been blessed to have uh, uh, great players and player-led programs, and that's why we've had the success we have. And the consistency part of it, I mean, consistently uh, uh, very, very good, uh, but this year was was something even more special. I mean, we were sitting at 24 wins last year, headed to, or we're in Kansas City, waiting on the Big 12 tournament to start. Uh, walk everybody through that, that, uh, that meeting room at the Intercontinental Hotel in Kansas City when things were changing by the minute and you had to keep your guys informed, you know, hopeful of playing there at Kansas City, but thinking, yeah, this might not happen. Well, I think uh, everyone has certain uh, uh, days and times when this happened, where was I at or how did I feel or, or you remember, and, and I remember uh, uh, exactly the night before the tournament or the tournament began and Kansas State's playing and uh, in that game, uh, all of a sudden, uh, uh, the players are sitting in a row in front of us. They all turn around at the same time. And we had all seen on social media that the NBA had yeah. uh, uh, postponed their season. And when that hit, um, I remember looking at my phone and saying, wow. And mm-hmm. one of our players said, just got real. <laughs> and, yeah, yeah, that's and, right. And and at that point, uh, I think every coach realized that things were, were changing really quick. And uh, uh, I've, um, obviously, hindsight's twenty twenty, and uh, – uh, uh, so grateful that we we did what we did at the time we did it but uh um at the time just uh, uh it was like wow they're 
uh, postponing their season. And then we, we go back from preparing for a game to getting ready for a shoot around to big 12s, uh, uh, tournaments canceled. And then a couple hours later in CA tournaments canceled. And, uh, during the, uh, uh, time in between, uh, I was talking to several coaches and we were trying to, um, uh, from Jay Wright to Izzo to Mark Few, just what could we do within NCAA tournaments to come up if there were some good ideas that we might have and uh, things move so quick that yeah. <laughs> uh, we couldn't even come up with anything. But again, uh, at the end of the day, uh, um, right decisions were made. The safety of your student athletes always come first. And uh, um, again, this has been a, a, a unique time and something that uh, uh, our nation will definitely always remember and hopefully we'll be better off from uh, – uh, when, when it's concluded. What were some of the things y'all were kicking around ideas? Wasn't it like maybe a smaller tournament, maybe one location? A smaller tournament, one location, uh, uh, or just even having it uh, uh, four or five straight days where yeah. um, kind of you go to these uh, exempt tournaments and you play three games in three days. Could you do something like that? And, uh, again, several ideas that uh, um, we really didn't get a chance to get off the ground, but we were trying. And yeah. that, 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 that's, that, that was, uh, the point was, um, uh, just, is there a way we, we could do this that would be safe? Um, and obviously, uh, 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 right decisions were made and, um, looking back, uh, and I don't think anyone would argue on those. And I shorted you two wins. I said 24 wins. It was 26. It was 26 and four when, uh, when the season came to a screeching halt. Uh, in your heart of hearts, uh, were you thinking? Thanks for correcting that, by the way. Yes. <laughs> I want to get that factual. 26 and four. In your heart of hearts, were you thinking, no, nah, not this year. Come on, with this team and the way you were playing so well? Well, I think, uh, uh, again, you, you're during the time you're just trying to focus on all right how can we get our players back safe what's the next step for them and that's you're 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 not looking at the big picture till after you're home for and everyone's taken care of and safe then you're like oh man (laughs) could have won the big 12 tournament could have won the ncaa tournament uh and that's when the ifs and buts uh, uh start to kick in um at the same time uh as we always say, you can't uh, uh, look too too much in the rearview mirror. So um, it's always on to the next thing. And uh, right away, it was with our guys. We had several um, uh, wanted to test uh, the NBA market, and we've had uh, uh, two that are still uh, exploring uh, those options. Um, we had to visit with the other guys and just make sure um, what were they thinking as far as next year goes, uh, coming back, transferring, uh, exploring the uh, uh, NBA, and then. And uh, after that, obviously, you're always recruiting and then uh, trying to figure out um, for the next class uh, what you're going to need and uh, uh, who you're going to target. And at the same time, that's been such a – I know your next question is going to be, what have you been doing recruiting-wise? Yeah. And and that's been um, – Everyone's done all the Zoom calls and uh, uh, all the FaceTime calls, but uh, um, what's, what's made that more difficult is – Normally you go through a process of in-home visits, campus visits, and then you get to the decision. Um, And with us, uh, just rearranging, okay, no home visit, okay, (laughs) no campus visit, okay. And then uh, uh, trying to find those dates when we're going to be able to bring people to campus so we can uh, line those up and uh, um, uh, for people that haven't had a chance to see our campus or uh, we, we always love to have our players uh, spend a lot of time with the recruits because at the end of the day, um, they are, they're a better judge and um, uh, better character reference as far as who would fit in, who they would want to play with. So that's so important to us and just trying to find the time when we can uh, do that next. Um, right now it's a dead period through August 31st, so we won't be going out and seeing anybody and no one will be coming to campus. Uh, and the question is, will August op- or will September mm, open yeah. up? And um, that's that's the, uh, the next step obviously. Do you feel like you made some inroads? You, you did, you know, the best that you could just doing recruiting via Zoom this year? Uh, definitely. Uh, um, uh, the feedback we got was uh, uh, 
that they liked what we did from the standpoint uh some people tend to to be on there two or three hours <laughs> and uh, uh recruits don't like that as much yeah. so uh, uh, i think they appreciated uh, uh the concise presentations that we had and at the same time got a, a chance to know baylor university and uh know what uh, baylor stood for what it's about so i think uh um definitely those were successful at the same time now uh um when someone's interested obviously the next step is uh getting them to campus right. so trying to trying to figure that out uh um because uh uh normally we'd have people in august coming to, to just like we'd be uh going to see them all all july which now we won't be able to do either back to uh the end of your seat the abrupt end of your season I, I felt worse for the seniors you know on your team on, on the women's team you know women yeah. were, were set to be a number one seed also it was yeah. a great year for them going they never made it to kansas city but for your se- seniors like freddie and Devonte and, and obim uh you know to have a great season going and then to have it end like that uh you know everybody else can come back i mean they've, they've got yeah. something in their future here at baylor but for those guys it was over just so quickly i really feel bad for them well and when you talk about seniors and you said men and women's uh uh, i mean uh, not many schools have both a chance to be a number one seed and if you look at since 2013 football men's and women's basketball with 559 wins uh uh, that's the most in the country and uh i mean there's so many great programs uh uh Kentucky, for instance, is uh, 68 behind us. North Carolina is 117 behind us. Uh, Texas, almost 150 behind us. And it uh, just shows how, how successful all the programs have been. And uh, last year, 14 out of 17 sports uh, teams all ranked in the top 25. Again, uh, uh, Baylor's been so blessed with uh, uh, great athletics and starts with the leadership, uh, Mac Rhodes, uh, uh, and the athletic directors, athletic department, what you do, our fans do. Um, but we've, we've had so much to cheer about and I, you go back to the year of the bear when uh, uh most wins in uh, baseball football men's women's basketball in in, in a year setting an nca record uh we maybe could have beaten that yeah, last year and so. uh, um, so many records that you had a chance to beat that all of a sudden got cut short and uh um you're right for the seniors that's that's really hard um at the same time uh, they'll be family for life and uh uh now uh uh helping them pursue their goals and dreams of getting their degrees, playing professional, um, and then hopefully coming back and spending the summer times with us. If you need a trailer, Flat Rock Trailers has got you covered. From light-duty single-axle utility trailers to the big text tandem duels. We also carry a full line of enclosed cargo trailers. Need a motorcycle trailer? We've got them. Need a dump trailer? We've got the largest selection in the state. Oil field trailers? We carry a full line of big text trailers to handle all your needs. Trailer repairs? We repair all makes and models. We'll even rent you a trailer if you need to use one for a day. Flat Rock Trailers, your number one source for all your trailer needs. Find us at flatrocktrailers.com. Relationships, community, home. Now more than ever, these are the things that we're holding fast to. Home should restore us from today and ready us for tomorrow. It's where stories are told and relationships are forged. Within those walls, memories are made, laughter is shared, and family is gathered around the table. For these reasons, we believe in home and that right now there is no better place to be. If you and your family are looking to buy or sell a home, head over to magnoliarealty.com. Magnolia is a proud sponsor of Baylor Athletics. To say my wife and I have a lot to clean is an understatement. So we go to TNG Chemical, where the pros know what cleaning solutions to use and give us detailed instructions on exactly how to use them. We never got that kind of advice from any other stores. And the prices at TNG are great. From general household cleaners to odor control solutions for our pets, we go to TNG Chemical and Supply. That's why. TNG Chemical and Supply. That's why. Continuing our visit with Baylor men's basketball coach Scott Drew. Where where are we right now? This is the uh, first full week in July as we record this uh, on Monday, July sixth. Originally, that was the date you were going to bring guys back. Uh, I don't think that's happening. What what can you tell everybody about the onboarding process as far as you know right now? Well, and and, and again with everything during COVID, things change, and obviously with the surge in Texas, uh, um, originally we were hoping to bring our guys back. Uh, uh, today and unfortunately that's not going to happen now and 
I think in the next uh, uh, couple of weeks, we'll see how uh, uh, um, things progress. But uh, we didn't want to uh, um, bring back our, our student athletes in a, at a time when uh, um, the numbers are surging. So we want to keep uh, their safety first and foremost. At the same time, I, I know how excited they are to be back and have a chance to work out and most of them are, are in places where they can get to a gym and work out, but it's definitely not the same as being with their teammates. And, uh, again, I think why our program has been so successful, um, besides, uh, the, the vets coming back and, uh, um, great student athletes you've had and the chemistry and camaraderie, but most of that gets built in the summertime. And, uh, 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 in our summertime, we have a lot of guys that love to spend time in the gym. They're gym rats. And um, this is when they, they iron sharpens iron, as we always say. And this is when they compete, when they get better. And because of that, uh, um, we have good seasons. So uh, hopefully in the next couple of weeks, we'll be able to get them back, get them in the gym, and give them an opportunity to uh, improve and get better at what they love to do. And, uh, uh, again, um, for all the state of Texas and everywhere, hopefully uh, we can get the, these numbers back heading in the other direction how are you staying in touch with your guys how, how uh, often do you stay in touch with them uh, well <laughs> um as often as they'd like some of them call uh, all the time others of them uh, uh uh we don't talk to as much really? but uh, uh i think uh, a lot depends uh, uh just in their unique situation what i mean by that is uh, a couple guys have been on campus and they'll go home for a couple days and we want them to enjoy family we don't want to bother them when they're when they're home and the others have been home for a while they're calling all the time when can we come back because they're, <laughs> they're bored and they're ready right. to get back right. so uh, uh but uh, uh each each each, each week I know uh, uh, several of us are communicating and talking with each of our guys and they're in group texts and um, doing whatever to stay in touch and um, uh, we're just excited and hopeful that uh, uh, when they get back we can uh, start the season and, and, and have a season that uh, uh, is able to be completed and uh, I know uh, 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 the non-conferences we mentioned some of the wins and the teams we played has been uh, so critical for our, our success and in conference and uh, one of those things is the the conference tournament or the uh, um, preseason tournaments yeah. I think are great bonding experiences and we've been really uh, blessed to be successful and uh, so many of them I mean uh, uh, in 2019 you win Myrtle Beach you beat Villanova and 2017 you win the Hall of Fame Classic and you beat uh, uh, Wisconsin and Creighton and uh, 2016 the Battle for Atlantis Louisville Michigan State VCU 2013 the NIT uh, uh, that was obviously a postseason right. uh, uh, tournament, uh, but those are again great bonding experiences where uh, you really have a chance to, to to spend three or four days or five days together, and uh, that's when teams are are really formed uh, during the year. Those lasting memories are are are. Are, are formed and created and uh with us this year we're, we're we're set to go to new york and a great tournament and a, a great field there with villanova michigan and uh nc state so uh um looking forward to that and with our non-conference schedule uh hopefully uh, uh we can get that out soon here and and then uh, uh fans can know uh, uh what to put down on the calendar because once again we'll challenge ourselves in the non-conferences we always do is that done is that schedule done yet or There's is it still, still one or two contracts that uh, we're waiting on okay. the big 12 on uh, uh, um, SEC challenge hasn't been announced yet um, so again there's still some holes and things we're waiting on the big 12 uh, uh, schedule usually comes out in the end of July uh, uh, beginning of August so hopefully within the next couple of weeks here we'll have all that uh, uh, finalized and done and uh, until then uh, hoping that we uh, continue to lower those numbers and <laughs> Uh, work on that vaccine Amen to that. and excited about that being here uh, hopefully at the end of the year and uh, 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 the treatments hopefully get better and better and uh, less and less uh, people uh, um, have to go to the hospital and if they do we can uh, cure them and get them home soon another thing that is uh, a bit up in the air is what your roster will look like uh, tell us about Macy Oteague and, and Jared Butler who have put their name into the draft pool uh, as of now uh, August 3rd I think right is the date that you they have to take their name back out and return back to school. Correct. And, uh, um, that's, uh, uh, again, this is something where normally 
everything is finalized yeah. in June and uh, um, now uh, in the beginning of June now um, because of uh, the NBA season being pushed back and the draft being pushed back uh, then this this deadline has been pushed back to August 3rd so uh, both of those uh, uh, players as well as anyone else still in the draft have to August 3rd to decide if they want to stay in the draft and uh, forgo their college eligibility or if they want to come back so um, one thing that uh, uh, again uh, people ask all the time uh, uh, don't you want them back and um, absolutely we want them back if they want to be back at the same time um, most of our players all have aspirations to play at that next level and if uh, um, they can get uh, uh, the feedback that they uh, uh, and feel comfortable where hey this is I'd love to be drafted here this is where I think I'll be drafted or do I come back and try to improve my stock or do I come back because I want to uh, win a national championship or win a Big 12 title and then uh, have a chance to uh, uh, move up higher. Um, those are things that, uh, uh, again, uh, we're supportive of our players and uh, want what's best for them and want them to be successful. So uh, if they can be drafted where they want to be drafted, uh, we're all for them uh, 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 pursuing their goals and dreams. And if not, uh, uh, and they they choose to come back i know uh again most people have us predicted and projected in the uh, top five for a reason and that is uh, we'd return uh a lot of our uh, uh players from last year and and that that'll even be more critical than ever from the standpoint limited summertime uh, more returning players more chemistry and less teaching because you have less time to develop all of that and you, uh, I mean, that's real what you said. You you want what's best for those guys. You know, if that's coming back, that's great. If it's moving on and this is the best time for that, that's great also. I mean, you really want what's best for them past Baylor. Yeah, we, we, we call it good business. If if, yeah. if they, they um, uh, uh, get the feedback where they're going to be drafted where they want and feel comfortable and that's where they'd be excited to be drafted and that happens uh, then that's great because we've done our job and then um, uh, they've done their job at the same time uh, we don't ever want bad business and that's if someone stays out and they're not drafted where they think or expected to be drafted now they're upset well then we're upset because right. they're upset and they're right. not back here and you're right. like hey, we, we didn't have a chance to be drafted where you'd like to so really uh, um, it, it's 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 something where we, we are supportive and uh, want them to reach their goals and dreams. And uh, the great thing is um, the best way to move up in the draft is to win. And uh, last year uh, we won, but we didn't have a chance to play in the NCAA tournament. And the NCAA tournament is, is, is in, in fact, uh, about 80 percent of the people drafted play in the NCAA mm -hmm. tournament. Why that's such a critical period is because that's uh, for some NBA teams that's that's maybe the first time a GM sees them in person or uh, a decision maker sees them in person and um, uh, players uh, uh, especially when you're playing in the Sweet 16 and Final Four so much attention uh, is given to them that's where reputations uh, are built and made. Do you think it'll be August third or, or might it be before then when they have their decisions made? Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> uh, whenever they let me know, I will let I you know. You. How I about that? <laughs> That's fair. That is absolutely We'll probably fair. all learn on Twitter at the same time. So, <laughs> Relationships, community, home. Now more than ever, these are the things that we're holding fast to. Home should restore us from today and ready us for tomorrow. It's where stories are told and relationships are forged. Within those walls, memories are made, laughter is shared, and family is gathered around the table. For these reasons, we believe in home and that right now there is no better place to be. If you and your family are looking to buy or sell a home, head over to magnoliarealty.com. Magnolia is a proud sponsor of Baylor Athletics. I hate my job, but I don't mind getting up in the morning. I dread each day, but I can't wait to get out of bed. You ask me why, and what I'll say to you is true. Well, you can get breakfast tacos at Rudy's Barbecue. Scrambled eggs and brisket, they ain't fooling around. Salsa wrap, son, they're the best in town. Barbecue for breakfast, yes, it's true. Put a smile on your morning at Rudy's Barbecue. You're listening to the Sikkim Podcast, a production of Baylor Athletics. Here again are Brooke Bednars and John Morris.
So we're awaiting that decision to see if uh, Maceo and, and Jared are back on the roster. Tell everybody about uh, three guys who redshirted this year that were with us, uh, Jordan and Jonathan and Adam. Uh, it was fun being around them. They practiced with you. They traveled with you. Uh, it'd be fun to see them, plus three new recruits that you'll have uh, on the team this year. Highest-ranked recruiting class since 2012. Well, we, we blessed, uh, uh, first of all, uh, um, let's talk about the redshirt guys because uh, at the end of the day, you practice practice in college so much more than you play and if you don't have competitive practices if you don't have good practices then that iron can't sharpen iron and you're not ready come game time and so with with uh, uh, those three guys they helped us out so much last year in practice and uh, uh, Jordan being a freshman was able to get bigger stronger and adapt to college life uh, at the same time He's got great length and is a skilled player and uh, such great personality and fits in and uh, the guys really enjoy him and did a great job taking him under uh, their wing. I mean, he was our only freshman, which is hard uh, being an only freshman. And then uh, you turn around and you have uh, uh, Adam Flagler, who uh, – we had, we had great guard play last year, and a big part of that is due to his, his contribution each and every day in practice. Uh, he's a two-way guy, can play on both ends of the court, so he got our guys better on the offense and defensive end every day. And, again, great personality and demeanor that uh, – our team uh, uh, and players really love being around them. And then the front line guys benefited from uh, John and uh, uh, um, Jonathan, we call him John in practice, uh, uh, is somebody that uh, – uh, People love how Mark Vidal has such a motor and plays mm-hmm. with such intensity. And uh, John is somebody every day in practice, very similar, has a great motor. He's bringing it each and every day. He's always smiling as he competes. Uh, um, uh, I just saw um, on your photos that you flash on your uh-huh. on your screen right. a picture of Rico gathers. And uh, <laughs> Rico played so hard, competed, and was so strong. And John's somebody similar in a lot of ways. Great motor like Rico, uh, physically very strong and uh, very athletic and uh, um, someone that got our front line better each and every day. So uh, Jordan got the wings better and John got the front line guys better. Adam got the guards better. And because of all that, we were able to have such a successful year. And then uh, with the recruiting class, um, <laughs> I'd like to talk more about them. But unfortunately, uh, in a normal year, they'd have been here in June. Right, I had right, a month right. to work with them. I could tell you, boom, but a boom, but a boom. <laughs> and uh, 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 now we're still waiting for uh, them to get here. And uh, uh, I Obviously, a highly touted group and starting in-state, uh, L.J. Cryer, somebody that uh, has won a ton of awards uh, for not only his uh, contributions on the court, but also in the classroom, a great student athlete who uh, really carries himself well and uh, uh, somebody that uh, uh, um, our, our fans and Baylor family is really going to get a chance to enjoy and uh, um, somebody that uh, uh, similar to the guards we have now and have had uh, uh, really can do a lot of different things, can play uh, – uh, uh, on the ball, off the ball, can score it uh, and pick and roll, a great catch and shoot. So um, uh, somebody that, uh, uh, again, fits into what, what kind of guards we've had in the past and have currently. And then uh, a couple of the the bigs, uh, uh, Zach Loveday is somebody that will uh, uh, really benefit once we can get uh, him with uh, Charlie. And uh, Charlie's, uh, in our opinion, best ranked coach in the country. And uh, uh, Zach's uh, uh, somebody who really benefit from spending time with him because Zach's very skilled. But uh, uh, um, as he continues to gain that strength necessary to compete in the front line at the, in the in the Power Five and the Big Twelve, uh, uh, will get better and better. And uh, uh, Dane Danger is somebody that. Uh, 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 Again, very skilled player who um, uh, can do a lot of things inside and outside, similar to to, to Zach. But uh, uh, until we can get those guys around our guys and uh, working out with us, uh, I know uh, it, it puts them behind. And uh, that'll be for every uh, transfer, every uh, uh, um, incoming player to a new system. They just won't have as long a time to learn the system and uh, gain the chemistry uh, necessary to be successful. So returning players and uh, uh, teams that return a lot will definitely have an advantage, especially in the start of the year. 
You mentioned LJ and his, uh, his success in the classroom. Uh, let's give a pat on the back to your guys in the classroom this year. 3.62 cumulative uh, GPA. 12 of 14 guys recorded personal bests. I mean, that's getting it done academically. And DD deserves a lot of credit for that. And obviously our uh, uh, the tutors and support system uh, that work with her. And uh, um, uh, hats off to our players because uh, it's one thing to uh, um, do well in the classroom during second semester, which is so tough because of the, the travel and the tournaments and whatnot. But for us, it was completely different from now you're dealing with the, the disappointment right. of not having a chance to uh, compete and the uncertainty with, with things. And they did a great job changing and refocusing and finishing strong academically to set personal bests. And anytime your GPA for a basketball team's a 3-4 or any sport, um, that's outstanding. Your support staff is is really good. Your staff uh, is, is terrific. It's the best. It's the best there is. You guys have been together for the most part a long time. Uh, I have one question about Coach Tang. Is he a basketball coach that is also a really good chef, or is he a chef? That that also coaches really well. Well, I think I think Coach Tang is just uh, um, with this uh, uh, COVID and time at home has had a chance to perfect his cooking ability. And <laughs> yes, now, he has. Now with social media, has been able to share that with the rest of uh, uh, the world. But uh, not only him, AD can really bring it on the grill. Oh. And, and, and and AB has uh, uh, picked up his uh, uh, game right from way from what I understand. Unfortunately, I have no game when it comes to cooking, so I can order Domino's or. Pop- Papa John's or Rosati's with the best of them, but uh, Marco's, whatever. Yeah. But other other than ordering pizza, I'm no good. <laughs> That's great. Well, sound like they're picking you up there. And how about this? Uh, these be ready sessions that uh, Coach Brooks has done on Zoom seem like they've been very well received. It, it, well, that, that's uh, um, our players are, are really good at what they do because they they spend so much time at it, and our coaching staff are are, are great at uh, what they do because of the inner drive that they have. And uh, during this time, uh, um, Coach Brooks with uh, Be Ready has uh, been able to sharpen not only everybody's skills on the calls, but also uh, um, thought that this was a great way to help him himself and uh, uh, other coaches get better. And uh, hats off to him uh, taking advantage of this opportunity with that. And, uh, again, that, uh, a head coach is only as good as his staff. And uh, our staff, uh, I'm so blessed because uh, – and that's one of the toughest things about being at home in a way is uh, I love coming to work because uh, they make me a better uh, a better man. They make me a better husband, a better father. Um, and, and iron sharpens iron there as well. And spiritually, Pastor Brewer's uh, coaches Bible studies and just the camaraderie we have, um, that's something that uh, – uh, uh, we all, we all took for granted until this time. And yeah. then, and then, uh, uh, zoom calls just aren't, aren't the mm. same. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's a terrific staff. It really is. Y'all work so well together, all with the same single-minded purpose. And, uh, you know, you said it best iron sharpens iron and, and you guys, uh, all make each other better. Uh, we appreciate your time. Thanks. It's great to catch up with you. And, uh, so what do you do now? What do you do when we finish this and you go, go back home? I actually or? jump on a zoom call. <laughs> a zoom call. Right. You go do that. Well, well and, 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 and it's impressive. I see some white in your eyes. I, I understand uh-huh. we have a new child in your family. So yes, <laughs> absolutely. If you want to elaborate on that, are you talking about the four legged, child? the four legged yeah. child? Yes. yes, yes, yes. yes. Morris household. We have a golden doodle named Annie, and I'm going to let uh, – here's what I'm going to do for you. I'll make sure my wife talks to your wife and see if you can have a golden doodle in your family. That, 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 that's one thing I've heard, uh, uh, a pet increase definitely during COVID. <laughs> yes. The numbers have gone through the roof. So. Yes, that's great. I had, to, I had to clarify if you were talking a four-legged one or the grandson, Turner, Beard. You know, is is relatively new. He's four months old. Now. Now, yeah, that's, that's old four months now. now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we, <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey you, you've had a chance, uh, hopefully, to really enjoy uh, the grandkids during we this really time have, too. Yeah, so. we've been careful, but we've had a lot of time with them, and it's been great. Great to spend some time with you. Be safe, and uh, let's get things back to as close to normal as we can. So. And and to the Baylor family out there, we can't wait to see you this fall. So uh, you be safe out there. Take care of yourself, and uh, hopefully, we give you a lot to cheer for. Be excited about the uh, come fall and winter. Look forward to it, Coach. Scott Drew, Baylor men's basketball. We are uh, missing uh, Brooke Bednars this week. Hopefully she'll be back with us next week. We appreciate Coach Drew. And thanks for tuning in to this week's Sikkim podcast. We'll be back with more next week. You've been listening to the Sikkim podcast. 
Presented by your friend in the car business, Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat in Waco. Online at alansamuelsdcj.com. The Sikkim Podcast has been a production of Baylor Athletics.